0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Power Half Hour Unstoppable Business Owner. And I am your host for this evening, Dorothy O'Dell. Just would love to introduce you to our sponsor today. You know, have you heard of the cutting edge system to optimize your metabolic metabolic health? Deterra's Metapower just may be what you need. I personally have been using the metabolic uh, oil blend for the past month and it's helped me uh, with my appetite suppression. So if you've had any questions about this oil or any other doTERRA oils, give our, uh, a call to our Aroma Touch technician, Bonnie Herb, at 810-414-0929, or go to her website at www.beoilywithbonnie.com. All right, I'm excited here. Uh, we are bringing to the show after some technical difficulties. I don't know what it is. The show has <laughs> been technical difficulties after technical difficulties. Each guest comes on each week. It's been something else.
1: <laughs> Just like life in the military. Very unexpected. We don't know what's going to happen, but we roll with it.
0: <laughs> it's and Well, and that's live, right? When we say we go live, that's that's what we mean. And so, Vanessa, it's a pleasure to uh, have you here um, Vanessa is one of these amazing women that is not only uh, a military spouse, but she is actively helping all forms of military, uh, whether you're out transitioning. Um, But I will let her share her story because you say it much better than I do. So Vanessa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, thank you, Dorothy. Thanks for having me. So yeah, I am a a military spouse empowerment guide. So I'm helping military spouses that are exiting the military right in that transition. And I was literally on another uh, podcast before yours, and it was with a military spouse. She happened to be across the, the way in Canada but I've spoken with several of these spouses. Canada, I've coached a lady in UK, and it's amazing. Internationally, you know, people are like, "Well, you're kind of on, you know, different, wearing different colors, different uniforms." But the pain points are the same. We're all have, feeling that sense of isolation when the guys leave. We're raising the kids alone. We have to wear um, the, the pants and and strap up and be the leader sometimes. And then we come back, and it's like, oh, "Okay, let me pull my feminine side back now." My husband's back home. And yeah, a lot of similarities that we had. So it's just fascinating to see. It doesn't matter where you are, a military spouse around the world, like similar situations are happening. So I love uh, but, that because you know. I'm from Canada too. So awesome. Oh, that's great. But- I, was, I don't know what, where I was taught. How- <laughs> <laughs> it has two time zones too. So I would, that was
0: oh, Well, that, that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> if she's out West or out East, then yeah, she would be in a different time zone than me. So for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's what I do, and I work with um, female military veterans as well that are, that are exiting and I do like one-on-one coaching, but I've also created a group space because I've noticed from my market research and people that have just helped me along the way, we miss that camaraderie. We miss, mm-hmm. you know, as much as we might've hated being on that base and that base sucked and we complain while we're there. And at the same time, we miss it. Like we are kind of hooked on being able to just open your door and not feel like, there's any theft, maybe, and go check your neighbor for eggs, and your husbands are gone and just go cry together with the other neighbor, let the kids run around. Like this camaraderie feeling is missing. And then you throw in the pandemic. and now this other spouse was saying too, like, still right. a lot of spouses are self-isolating. They're not getting out. Um I've coached with a woman for over a year. And when I first met her was one of the first times she actually, left her apartment. She was just so frozen and stuck. There's a you know psychological, technical name for that, which I don't know. Right. Um, I'm certified through Mind Valley for life coaching and then positive intelligence. So that's my background. Okay. But yeah, so when I first met her, she seemed okay, but she told me that that was like a huge struggle for her to get out. And it was like a 4th of July, I think, I think it was a summer holiday, like something that really forced her to get out. And then we connected and um, I went through this transformational journey with her. It was amazing. I didn't even want to collect money. She was so broken and and I just wanted to help her. So every morning we would meet and we went through all these affirmations and self-worth stuff and went through this whole program. And I, a month or two later, she was like back in school, signing up for school. So she's back working on a medical uh, degree. She wants to go back and work with Department of Defense and go to Germany, where she had a you know a horrible experience when she was married in the military and things that fell apart. And she wants to go recreate that in Germany for herself with her own degree. She's got a job. She's working. So, yeah, it's amazing when you when you connect like that. You're like, yeah, now I know why I'm doing this. But <laughs> my husband is fully retired. We've been married 26 years, and uh, we've been retired for about 10 years now. Uh, so he's all about play and adventure. I am too. But then there was something missing, you know, like he he's been shot at. He's been, you know, five deployments. He's been in a Humvee explosion. Like he doesn't need to go put on a suit for anybody. So he's more than happy to be on a paddleboard fishing around. You might have seen some of our posts. You never know where you're zooming in with me from. But right. um, but yeah, something was missing for me. I wanted to have an impact on a military spouses and the life that I lived, you know, an entire career and just be there to help people hold their hand, be that mentor so they don't have to maybe all as much and they can have some some, some you know, some tips along the way just to make it a smoother transition. And I want them all to thrive. I want military couples to stay married. The divorce rate is like with the military. And um, yeah. I'm working on a, a project with another woman who wrote a book called Your Treasured Marriage, Jeannie Gormick. And she's just a, a, has a dear heart for military and said anything I can do to help. I said, well, you're going to do a workshop with me. We got to. You know, bring this resource to our military community to do anything we can to help these um, couples stay together, to work on communication, to work on uh, making time for themselves. Because we already have enough distraction in the world, you know, by itself, just with your phone and yourself. So if you're Mm -hmm. not taking that time and making that time to build that relationship with your spouse, you know, I don't have my, I guess I don't have my usual screen on with my van in the back, but we're in a 24 foot camper van half the time. So, Mm
0: that'll get you closer to a spouse. <laughs> <laughs> what does it kill you make you stronger? I always say. <laughs> and that was for my uncle who was in the Canadian Armed Forces. <laughs> and oh, wow. um, he, he it's funny, he got out of that. He, long story, very long story short. He got out of, uh, out of the Armed Forces, oh God, I don't know how long ago. And then he wanted to teach English in Taiwan because he didn't want to stay around here in Canada. Um, Taiwan, around the corner. <laughs> well, right, exactly, right? Well. He was never stationed around home he was always either out in calgary or uh uh, kingston or he was never local um Mm -hmm. so having him home was an absolute treat when he was home um but yeah and he he told me he was teaching english to one of his students and she had a very rough upbringing and um a lot had happened to a child that should never have happened to a child. Let's put it that way. And she says, you know, Brian, but what doesn't uh, kills you makes you stronger. And that has stuck with me for decades inside. I've heard that
1: too. We've all heard it from somewhere. I don't know who the person was that first told us, but yeah, yeah, we kind of live by that every time we're in a pickle with the military and doing something like, well, we made it through. I think it made us a little stronger again. So. (laughs)
0: You know, it's funny because I've I've had tons of military, I've had tons of first responders on here, but you're my actual, my first spouse. So oh I God. just thought of that. I'm just like, wow, I get to, well, and you know, every one of my uh, veterans, they all say that the wives or the spouses that at, at home are the unsung heroes. And mm-hmm. every single one of them that I've had on the show has said that. So just to let you know that they truly do love and appreciate you. They may not share it because they're struggling with their own shit, but they do truly really, uh, <laughs> know that you know, yeah. guys are the unsung heroes back at home with the kids, you know, doing double duty. And then, you know, when they're home, oh, okay, now I have to bow down and oh now you're the master (laughs) yeah and i try to use bow down and master words but uh
1: but yeah i have to tell a story when we were in texas i mean the last thing a a mom of young kids is thinking when the husband's gone is how long the grass is cutting but of course if you're like in an hoa community where they walk around with a ruler and you get a little note like your grass is long. Uh, luckily, they have leniency on me for that. But I just remember one day it was the sweetest thing. And I'm a Christian. So wherever we go, I would connect with the church. And that was my home base. Like, if I was struggling or anything, I had mops, you know, mothers of preschoolers, I had a support group. And that was huge with our booth. So if you're just out by yourself, like, Oof, good luck, but I had the church. To help me and um i just remember these guys knew the whole church community knew that my husband was away and that church did so much they actually sent care packages like they asked for the husband's unit and everything i went to the church they had the whole place like a like an assembly mission with you know packaging boxes and wrapping stations and the people who did the labels and i'm just sitting there watch this whole like flow chain of productivity, and then there were so many boxes, they had to go get a horse trailer to get it to the to the UPS or the U-Haul, wherever they were sending it from, because it wouldn't fit just in the backs of SUV, so they pulled up a horse trailer, I mean, it is Texas, and off went our boxes there, um, they shipped scopes, they did fundraisers, and shipped all kinds of stuff to my, my husband's like, who are these people? I'm like, it's just our little church in Texas, and we were working out of a, doing services out of a, like a mobile home while they were building their bigger church, so... Wow. Yeah, that kind of thing happened uh, once a guy showed up with a truck and a lawnmower on the back. And I'm, you know, running around chasing kids with diapers in the house, just trying to, like, hold it together. And he's like, excuse me, ma'am, we're here to cut your grass, you know. And he was from the church. Somebody knew. And this is how they showed up, like, action, you know. And that's what coaching is, action and results. We don't want lip service. We want action with stuff. So this guy showed up, and I watched him zip, back and forth, did the whole yard, got in his truck, and left. Wow. Other People would text me and say, you know, hey, we have food for you. We have we made you a casserole. So on my way back, if I was working and the kids were in daycare or something or at school, I would drive by and pick up, um, you know, casserole on the way home. And I learned to, to take the help to receive. You know, some people are I can do it all by myself. But I learned to receive. I was no problem. And then we actually had training. I don't know what base it was at. I think it might have all been in Texas. A lot of a lot went on in Texas. It was a reserve unit. We were supposed to be quietly in the back, no deployments. And it turned like all kinds of stuff going down. So I barely saw him in those four years. He was gone. But I remember we went through some kind of training and they, they gave us tips. Your husband's coming home. Um, let the mail in the mailbox pile up. Do not open the mail. He's going to want to open up the envelopes and open them all himself. And I'm thinking, like, I've been doing this for six months myself. What do you mean? It's just the whole process of feeling needed again. Um, don't forget, let the grass grow long. Don't don't try to cut it and make the grass perfect. Give him something to do when he comes home. So best tips ever. I guess it was a, a more seasoned spouse that was guiding us, probably the family readiness officer, the fro, what they called it at the time. And, yeah, those little things, that's just how that's how it worked. And, you know, for very independent women, too, I mean, yeah, it could be like, I can do it and I don't need any help, but there's this balance with, especially now in the coaching field, the feminine and the masculine energy, you know, maybe I needed a whole workshop on that. I think you talked about that in one show before, and I talked about the the feminine side so that you come home and, you know, show your feminine side a little more, you know, I mean, I remember going to like a women's thing at church and the lady rolled in with like negligees, that all got our attention. We're sitting there with our Bibles open, like, what's this? And, you yeah, know, the first this will definitely done.
0: impress your husband when he gets home. <laughs>
1: and I mean, and this was just at the church. So it wasn't just for spouses uh, that were military spouses, but just, you know, wives in general. But it was, I'll never forget that was that was a great talk that day. And she, you know, she said, how many of you are wearing any of this around your house, like in the last, you know, month, six months? And we're all just kind of like, yeah, hair in the bun, baby spit up shorts. Yeah, that's not coming out. You know, <laughs> they reminded us the feminine side so yeah and then i went a little crazy ended up in some shop and you know oh my gosh and of course it has some weird name so it sounds like i'm at a strip bar or something and then of course he sees the joint credit card i mean i just could keep going with the stories but and then what where have you been shopping and i'm thinking like i was just getting a nice outfit that you know that i told me they told me about a church to go get a nice outfit but what is this what is this um teaser this and that what is this shop you know (laughs) but yeah But you have to do things to keep a marriage, you know, spiced up. We've been married 26 years. So and you know, around here in Port Charlotte, Florida, our home, our Ford operating base, I call it. I mean, that's nothing. We go out and I'm like, we've been married 26 years. And people around here are like, you know, in their 70s, Ace Dragon like at the VFW, 26, we're 56, you know. And I'm like, Never mind, maybe you should run my program for me. So yeah, we're kind of halfway there. There's a lot more seasoned couples in in Port Charlotte area.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. So if you're listening to this, you don't need to be in military spouse in order to buy the sexy stuff because honestly, well, it's funny because I said, (laughs) let's just say the guy before my husband, he's just like, well, you you know, you just, I, why would you even bother with that? Right. And so I had asked my my husband, when I got together with him, I said, does that do anything for you? And he's just like, no, what's the point? <laughs> so uh, seriously, I, there's the occasional time because you as a woman want to feel like you said, sexy and and, and things I'm like sure. that. And I was like, should I just go buy this or never mind? I'll just stick to my T-shirt and my, and my shorts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, if you want to add in, you know, the the the, vo- the boat life or the van life thing, and then you're boondocking, that's a whole other level because you're just out in nature with the wild you know things are flying by you might see an eagle we were with the bison in north dakota i think at the roosevelt national park and wherever we are if it's just us and it's like off-grid like wildlife management area boondocking it's just us the van the awnings out the chairs are out or you know we're maybe in montana fishing for brookie trout and it's hot it was a lot of hot weather when in our van which you know i like the heat but yeah my husband realized there's a whole lot of good parts of the heat because what are you gonna wear you know and I'm. Cooking dinner, you know, and things are just—you're just in a sarong, like or less. But you know, it's like, wow, this hot weather—we're just sweating away here in nature. We're becoming one with nature, but yeah. So (laughs) I think at some point—that's why he like, like we got to go camping again. I'm like, no, I think we got to stay at the house for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm just going to go to the comments for a minute. Your friend, Diane. Hey, ladies. Oh, hi, Diana. Uh, Sandy <laughs> says, Vanessa is a compassionate, intelligent professional. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and Diane says, she was that woman. So there we go. And awesome. Phillip says, hey, Vanessa. So welcome everybody uh, joining us today. Um, so yeah, I I mean, I can um, just imagine the stories because I know you said you've shared with me offline that your husband likes to fish and he'd just rather go fishing with his buddies and, you know, you do your thing and, uh, and he does his thing, but you're right. You know, as, as couples, you you still got to get in that groove. Um, because I, I, I have heard like the divorce rate amongst veteran and military are definitely extremely high. 80, 90%. I think it was mm-hmm. the last time yeah. I checked it. Um, yeah so doing whatever you can do yeah. to, to make that life work. Um, yeah. you know, obviously when they come back, like you said, transitioning back, um, depending on who they are, what they've seen, um, they need th- their time. Right. And they need to mm-hmm. adjust to civilization or civilian life, I guess, not civilization, but civilian life. Um, and you help, um, those men and women, uh, with that as well Mm -hmm. um also another thing you had told us about you do uh va disability audits can you tell us a little bit more about that i'll tell you about that
1: and i just have to correct too my husband and I are a very tight unit. He would much rather, I think, have me on the boat with him 24-7 wow, fishing. So he goes fishing a lot on his own for solitude. Once in a while, like this past week, and I had posted on LinkedIn, we took out a Vietnam veteran that we know who never gets out, never makes time for himself. Mm-hmm. But he's got his certain two or three buddies he might call or message on a Facebook or, hey, how, how's it going? And they're like spread out around the U.S. But other than that, it's just him and me and, um, you know, me doing my own business now. I mean, it is a new lifestyle. It's a new balance because I was always just available for him at all times. What do you need now? Oh, let me start cooking. I'm baking bread, whatever you need. And now Vanessa's got her own little thing she's doing and he can feel left out and like, you do not know, I don't even need me more. So it's a constant balance of, you know, uh, making sure he feels appreciated. So when I'm not in the computer on, you know, online or something, I mean, I try to be very affectionate with him. I'm constantly telling you, I love you. I love you. I love you. Because I want them to know that he's still my number one um, because they can feel a little, you know, discarded if if the wife just goes full on into her thing. This is my season now and my way, and we're out of the military, so yeah, it's finding that balance. But uh, for us, what what brought me to working with the VA audits was uh, I went through that journey with my husband as well. He was a infantry grunt, not a paperwork guy, and so on those three last days where they gave you the tap class. Uh, transition assistance program. It's like a fire hose of information. And you know, go, Lord knows what's already going through their head and all the trauma they're carrying from PTSD and everything. And then they got to check out and go fill out the medical waiver. And it's just a whirlwind. And so when he got out, he just was happy just to get out one day and just ended up paddleboard fishing, like everything was on the water. And uh, then the wife comes in on, you know, what's our paycheck now? What what does it look like? What are the finances? What happened with that disability thing? Did you turn in paperwork for that? You know, all way too late. So my tip for the wives is start one year out before you retire. And I didn't know. I learned this from a TAP specialist. We're allowed to go with the guys to some of their uh, appointments, checkout appointments. Had I known that all the wives can show up with their husbands for the disability audit day, would have been. everybody would have been there with their pen and paper like, okay, how does this work? So, yeah, we did not take advantage at first. It took like a year for... Some of the pay to kick in. He bought himself just a little fishing boat with it, like ten thousand dollars or something. Said, "Do you mind if I buy a fishing boat?" I'm like, "Please, you've been paddleboarding in the California ocean water with sharks for like almost a year. Like, yes, get the boat." And I knew he would use it; it wouldn't just sit there. So, uh, yeah. So he did that, and then years later, I still kept saying, "What's your rating? How does this rating thing work?" And I don't think. I don't think you're at the right rating, honey. You've been blown up. Like you've, I haven't heard barely any of the stories. I mean, they keep that around the guy talk around the fire pit with a cigar. You know, I don't even know half of it probably. And um, so, yeah, I just realized this was a, a struggle. I didn't, the, you go into the VA website and it's just like your eyes just crossed, just trying to read the homepage. Right. And luckily by the you know grace of God, serendipity timing, we ended up in Germany visiting my mom and she knew this guy that was in the army. He actually, when he was 16 years old, worked at her company when she worked for a government contractor in Virginia. Now he's with the army in Ramstein at the time. So we went and reconnected with him and he looked right at my husband and said, did you get your claim stuff figured out? And my husband's like, no. And now I'm standing behind my husband, you know, clapping and cheering, like, keep talking because <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> talk about it anymore. Like, right? you know, it was, it was a trigger situation. My husband didn't want to talk about it. And somehow they have this, notion that if you go back to the VA to ask for anything else they're going to strip you of more benefits like that was his mentality his scarcity mindset like I don't want to do, I don't want to do anything with them I don't want to go back because they're going to take more away and I'm like mm-hmm. mm, that's not what I'm hearing I'm hearing people are getting help and moving forward with this process right. so this guy thank god we ran into him and he would message us on WhatsApp back in the states have you called it's a free consultation have you called the number I'm like I'm trying my husband has still not agreed and then finally, like, I don't know what breaking point it was, but it was about a five-year process that we lost all kinds of pay and stuff because of, you know, stubbornness and not wanting
0: to, you know, reach out for help, all that stuff. And so, yeah, we called that number. Can I just say that that's just not military? Because my (laughs) husband does not do any of the financials. He does not look at stuff. If I like anything to do with looking at paperwork, that's on me. So it's just not military. So, <laughs> and they are separate yeah i come from a long line of stubborn so uh <laughs> oh my. i
1: have to take credit i can be stubborn too so. <laughs> uh, and
0: i'm part german irish and scottish so hey I I stubborn, fire yeah. freaking combination here and married to an irishman yeah so isn't that a combination yeah uh so i i i get it but uh getting back to to that like so if anybody knows of anything because like you said even even with like disability pensions over here like they're so afraid to go and ask for more because they're they're afraid to be stripped. So don't wait, um, you know, see what you're entitled to.
1: I absolutely exactly. love that. Exactly. And my husband, I mean, he used all kinds of programs. He used the vocational rehab, went back, actually did like two years of accounting. So he is the money guy. He doesn't like to do like typing paperwork and anything feely touchy, no. But he likes to check our numbers and see what's going on. He's our little accountant. That's how we have um, two homes. That's how we rent out Airbnbs and how we've saved up Like he is really good with that. So that's a blessing. And I told him he should be training other young vets that are or young guys even going in the core. You get your first check at boot camp and everybody runs out and gets that big monster truck and has a payment on it. You know, we we were like newly married and we had a baby and he comes up with some little Geo Metro Volkswagen with a stick shift to the house. And I was like, what is that? I don't do stick shift. He's like, you do now. Like, I mean, that's, you know, so we always bought used and we saved. And that's what got us to the level that we're at now. Um, but yeah, so he did take care, he did take care of all that. And I appreciate having him that we can look at the numbers together. So we're not like walking in blind to things like that. That's all part of the preparation. It was just that the medical thing and all that paperwork, that that was a block. And so when we finally were able to call that number and we barely went over like his case, his percentage breakdowns, the guy already like stopped me. The rep that was assigned was like, you guys are way over even hundred percent. Like we're going to move forward with this case. You guys have a case here. And I had to do a lot of extra filling online, paperwork, ask him stories, get some stuff. But I had a rep there to hold my hand through the process and check on me and text. Did you get this done? Now I need this now. Let's move forward with that. And it was night and day from trying to do a claim on your own or trying to go to, you know, some local shop down the road and have someone help you. So, yeah, that's what I do now. So people can even um, text me. I have a VA disability audits I'm doing for like the next couple of weeks before We start to pack it up and head to Alaska for our next uh, journey. We might be coming through. Yeah, I think we're coming through Canada. It was The borders were closed a year ago, but (laughs) they're open now. So I don't know the route yet. We do a lot of fly by the seat of your pants. And my 84-year-old mom is joining. But I'm going to push through as many vets as I can. I've already got a, a pipeline going with people that are they've all passed me their disability paperwork like literally it's a screenshot of your two or three pages of what your combined the service rating is and i go with that and i'm a rep now for a third-party contractor we get them on the line Um, usually it's phone call but because i'm in this coaching space i'm like well i do zoom calls with my clients i like the face and the visual so we give you know i give customer service and we can look through it and, and they'll be honestly you know telling them like you don't really have a case or if there's open appeals that's a hang up if you have a lot of claims that are still in some kind of open appeal plot process you have to wait till that rides out for us to step in again because if you close an open appeal and and switch to a third party there's like a three or five year gap you have to wait till you can refile it's some crazy stuff i'm still getting trained on some things but yeah the free um their their complimentary these uh, disability audits and people can just text me to, you know, my work phone. And that number is 949-776-8731. You can just text VA audit and your first name just to get started. I know how hypervigilant we are and sensitive. We don't want to give full names, mother's day birth child, all that, but just to get started, VA audit, your first name, and you can text that to 949-776-8731. And we will just uh, put you through the process and start by, you know, screenshots with the, the paperwork, the rep and move from there and see if we can help you. Because it's a game changer. Um, had we stayed at like a 60 percent disability it would have been very different than uh, where we are now, where we can enter state parks for free in Florida and um, parking. It's all it's a whole different world. And it allows us to, you know, the live, live the lifestyle we have. Now, my husband's earned it. He deserves it. And I'm just proud that he finally told me, yes, I can make that call because, you know, we're a couple because we do a lot of compromise and negotiation and I needed his blessing. Right. It wouldn't have worked out right. It's like trying to coach somebody who's not coachable yet. So what, yeah. what it would it have done if I would have called the number and he would have been, you know, negative and anti-receptive and all that. But when he said that, yes, I was like, Trap! speed dial. <laughs> exactly. So- no. And
0: I love that. I love the fact that you guys have that you know, that you can be together, all you know, as all much time. time as you want, <laughs> all the time. Uh, so Sometimes I'm sure that's good. Sometimes I'm sure that's not. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed with my husband, like if we're have like a, a three or four day streak went on vacation, is like by the fifth day, I need a little bit of break. We both need a break. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. No, it's different. Like I've had to, in my, this season of my life, I'm actually, forcing myself to separate more for him because I can be really attached to him, attached at the hip. And we came into the world alone, we're leaving alone and I have to find my own identity, my own purpose. And it's it was a process. I can much easily just stay under his wing and you know, always just have him in the lead, have him there. But women kept asking me for like Christian women going on girls trips. And I would make every excuse every year. Like, I can't go, No, I'm busy. I just didn't wanna leave my husband. I'm so attached to him. It's like this almost like, um, what is it? Unhealthy balance yes. of being attached. So, you know, and I tell him like that. There's a girls trip. He's like, you should go. You know, his brother would come and they went alligator hunting. And now that I'm working, I'm like, yes, you guys should go alligator hunting because I got some work to do. But it took a hot minute for me to accept finally, and I ended up going on this great girls trip. And we went to uh, Noah's Ark and the Creation Museum. It was just wild, and we had so much fun, just the girls and um i think next month i had another girlfriend in florida who reached out and said hey we're going kayaking we're going to san marco island a few years ago i would have still been turning them all down like no i'm with my husband so we're understanding the balance i ended up at uh who's equine therapy horse retreat in ohio they had an opening for a military spouse once and right after the hurricane Ian. so we took care of all that did our claim and then got on the road when everybody came home to their tattered homes we're like our claims in we're done there's no power we're getting out. And my brother has two or my husband has two brothers in Ohio. And he kept saying, I want to go hunting with my brothers and things just work out. I'm like, my phone's buzzing, saying we had a cancellation at this military spouse retreat. And your brothers are there like you're going hunting this year. And we did. We we drove up and we separated. And then after three, four days, I have the itch to have him by me again. Can you believe it? You think <laughs> I
0: need more no. time.
1: And I'm like, I guess my
0: husband. <laughs> Well, and, and that's the way it should be, right? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Friend. I, I, uh, I, I, the way you described that was exactly like when we first got together, we've been together for six years, the first five years, it's just like, no, like, and well, because I actually moved my entire life a year, an hour and a half away, you know, <laughs> uh, didn't know anybody in the city that he was in. Oh, I mean, I had family, but not family that I really went and seen, Um, friends and that, like it was, and my life revolved around him and his son. And it was just like, and of course, never had a clue when he'd be home because of his job and and so here i am waiting and so then it it, it was like okay this isn't healthy and i need to find no, the a waiting. balance yeah uh, you know the waiting and and so finally when i said to him i went to him i'm like okay i gotta do something different when i lived when i lived in chatham i was volunteering i was at the gym all the time i didn't have to cater to anybody not that i had to cater to him but you know i uh anyways that's a long story in that in itself so i get what you're saying because um it 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 can be very unhealthy to be that attached but having you know, now that I'm doing this and, and other things, it's just mm-hmm. like now, yeah. now I'm just like, okay, I see ya. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I used to be a lot more and attached. And now I, and I try to organize, or like, go over our scheduling. Cause every day is like, what are you doing? I'm like the same thing as do every morning. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do my LinkedIn posts. I have some calls to do <laughs> like, it's going to be different, but on the road it's different. There's not reception all the time. We're talking story and we're singing music up front. It's just a very different vibe when we're yeah. living life on the road um but uh yeah when he is home there's that balance but he's a great chef too and you know i i get spoiled like i text him like did you catch fish for dinner you know and he's just like i'm working on it you know and it's like a chore but he loves it but yeah he will fillet the fish and we've had you know we stayed in we ended up going on a base in san diego for new years and we had so much fun and just in like at a hotel for once we never do the hotel thing and he caught fish and we had there was a kitchenette and we sashimied all the fish and he had all the little wasabi and the ginger and he brought the roller with the seaweed and we made our own, you know, sushi and just stayed in and watched the ball drop. And it's like totally content. It's like, yeah, we might as well be 80. It's just us two at the sushi roller. <laughs> but yeah, we still get out and, you know, we'll want to go to um, some see some nightlife and see some some bands. I mean, s- Southern Florida, it's all about nightlife being outside, right. um, the beach vibe, all that stuff. But but yeah, we are together a lot. And so now it's just that balance of making feel like, is it okay if I leave now? Yeah, let's have some space. But then we always come back. And in, in a 24-foot van, whoo. I mean, I, I, sh- I could turn into a reality show, but we don't fight as much as I guess it, it wouldn't be, it'd be boring. We're just sitting there doing our thing. We're not yelling with windows breaking or anything. That um, is so hilarious. So, nice too. so just out on the water, out, out exploring. I mean, the nature therapy, it's like people don't give it enough value nowadays. We're so, and and after being cooped up, people are still struggling to get out. Mm-hmm. So, so much beauty when you can just let go and just be, you don't have to do anything. It's the whole being thing. Like when you're in nature, you're just being, you're the observer in the, the scenery around you and things are moving. There's could be squirrels, tree leaves are falling, like whatever the scene, and you're just kind of a part of that world so um yeah very blessed and fortunate that it worked out and you know it took a year to look for that van like i said it's not like we just flip our fingers snap snap like there's a lot of planning that goes it was a year of me researching the van there's a lot of discussion about price point budget what we're not willing to you know go over what our you know last final offer point is and and yeah and it works out and and it's such a blessing every, every bend every it's like we live for the now, we live for the unknown. Like that's part of the fun. We don't know what's around the bend. Uh, you know, people where are you going? Where are you staying? Like literally, I'm on the on the road, like figuring it out with a map. And do we want to go north, south? All I know is my requirement is around water. So whether it's a lake, a stream, that the poor man has had to drive off cliffs. I'm like, ah, it's showing on Google map. There's a little there should be a little stream at the end of this road. And the, the thing is like, it's like, I don't know, we're gonna get stuck. And I'm like, I'd like to go to sleep with the river stream, you know, by my bed, please, you know. So, yeah, as long as <laughs> <if> there's water <laughs>
0: it's all about compromise folks all about compromise (laughs) i get it thank you so much vanessa i can't believe the half hour is up already uh but yes for all you you know any military spouse that's out there that needs help with that transition or even like you said while they're still in service um definitely reach out to vanessa all of her um all of her links and that are in the show notes. Uh, And so we thank you for showing up in the comments and thank you so much, Vanessa, for joining us today. Uh, It's been a pleasure getting to know you. I know her Mm -hmm. and I are on the angels 14 calls uh, occasionally. I'm I'm not there every Friday. I wish I could be, but um, Mm -hmm. so so much passion, great conversation. Thanks for joining us, Cheyenne. Uh, And she agrees with the, the balance. You can't lose yourself or your purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So thank you so much, and I'm kind of honored. I'm the first military spouse. Yeah, you've had a lot of. Um, well, you've had women on under different subject matters, but I, I could have sworn there might have been a spouse before me. So we had a we had a whole different story. We went into the feminine side. We went into lingerie. We circled back to the VA audits. That's there
0: we go. <laughs> well, okay. So Tammy Tammy Lair did come on, but she was more in the capacity of when she was sharing more about her, uh, her um, military stint. So she, she talked a little bit about the spouse part, but uh, you're the full, you're the full Monte spouse. Let's put it that way. (laughs)
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it to to get that voice out. I want spouses to know they're heard, they're loved, they're seen, they're appreciated. And um, yeah, you had mentioned that and I, you know, always put the plug in there too. People want to know how to help service members, how to help the military, and you know, don't just say, you know thank you for your service. Like the way you help service member and their family is, but then help you That's how you give back. You be a part of that process, and that's that's a bigger thank you than just saying thank you to action. So. Yeah com too and all my links are on there and thank you so much dorothy we're we're phasing i don't know if it's me or you with the there was a freeze it's usually me in the van but i'm actually in a house right now
0: (laughs) i can barely like it uh, was yeah it was in and out but we we, got uh, we got the gist of it that's okay we got or maybe it was my end and i I couldn't see it (laughs) i don't know anyways thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. Take care, Bye.
0: Your next so your next trip is Alaska, so a safe trip out there.
1: Thank you. Uh, we can, I'll, I'll I'll message mom. you on LinkedIn if you know I'll look up your town. Who knows if I'm coming through. You never know where Vanessa's <laughs> passing through with the van. Well,
0: I am a border city. I am uh-huh. uh, but I'm in Ontario. so I okay. don't know if you have to go through us to get to Alaska, but if you're going through Ontario in the Windsor Detroit border, okay. I'm five minutes from the Detroit border from the Detroit border.
1: Okay. We've got the map book out and a highlighter. That's as far as we've gotten. (laughs) I know people are like, shouldn't you plan a little more, but we're going to be trying to boondock a lot. So, but then hit some national parks. So, so thank you. And yeah, get those audits in um, before I'm going to be moving a little slower with the van light, but I'm there to
0: help. That's right. So if like Vanessa said, you are uh, a veteran and you are on a I guess it would be pension. It would pen- be pension either way. Is that the prop- proper terminology? Uh, You're either, uh, you get your
1: retirement check and then you get your VA disability compensation check. So retirement is a separate check. that's you know, based on your rank and years of service and all that. And then okay. the compensation check is for your service connected uh, disability. So it had to have happened while you were in the in the military not not prior. Um, so,
0: yeah. Okay we can talk so, yeah. more about that. And and that, you know, why wouldn't you? Because you said it was a, a free consultation, so why wouldn't you not take advantage of that? You know, why not? Why have the government have more money instead of <laughs> you. That's how I look at it.
1: That's a great ending, exactly. <laughs>
0: Go and get your money from your government. <laughs> you deserved it. You earned it. Don't don't
1: have that story like my husband did for five years. Like I was just doing my job, because when you're ten years older and your foot's hurting and your knees hurting and your ears don't work because you were a mortarman and now you can't get the the you know hearing aids from um, the VA and you got to go pay five thousand dollars from a private place. Like all that stuff's gonna catch up when we get out. So document it now and um, use it to your advantage. I'm there to help push you through it. That's what we do. We muster up. We get it done. (laughs)
0: Right. So call Vanessa right now or text Vanessa right now and uh, get that in. And again, her phone number. There you go. Text her right now uh, and get that done. Get more money for you and And for your family and for for your your
1: lifestyle, for your travel, like how you want to create your retirement. You know, it, it, it ripples down to grandkids and beyond. So pay attention to that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, it's a win-win situation hey joseph caps mr caps if you are listening to this then giving us a call <laughs> he's military veteran but i think he's a, well he's still in the reserve so i'm not sure if he's completely out so <laughs> yeah.
1: probably getting closer every day every month so not there we go not yeah don't put it off the list
0: or, or Bicknell, Greg Bicknell, or Jeffrey Knight. If you're wow, listening. she's really putting
1: some plugs yeah, out putting there. Some
0: plugs out there, guys. <laughs> get talk to Vanessa. All right, Vanessa. Oh, uh, right, let's go it.
1: have our feminine side. Uh, my husband's been out taking care of all these van duties for our next trip. You know, he's like, you, why don't you take the van and get it the new screen and all? I said, i got, I'm meeting with Dorothy. I got work to do today, honey. So I'm gonna go figure out maybe what we're eating. Yeah. And put on my um, domestic side. We wear different hats, but that's all part of the fun of the game. Just get into it and have fun with it.
0: That's right. That's right. Get in and have fun. All right. I just want to say one more time. Thank you to our sponsor. Uh, Did you know that Deterra Oil Essentials, essential oils can help support the body physically and mentally and emotionally and to help you achieve optimal health? aromatherapy a therapy is very powerful tool and for more information contact be oily with bonnie today go to her website or definitely give her a call or text at 810-414-0929 and don't forget to be
1: oh she's got her oils
0: there you go i've
1: got my diffuser going um yeah peppermint be very careful i got my cinnamon bark i i love having my oils near me and it goes in with coaching like you need calming you need different energies there's That's, yeah all so kinds awesome. of stuff connected with oils and and the scent the scent is like the quickest way to experience like you know um create visualization too it's
0: it's about the smell so right. yeah get those get your batch of oils Get your badge of oils. That's right. (laughs) And don't forget, be unstoppable in all that you do. See you same time, same channel next week, guys. And bye for now.
1: Thank you for being unstoppable, Dorothy. Bye.
0: (laughs) Absolutely.